Welcome to Domain Masters, the longest-running podcast where we teach you to be the master of your domain. Master of your domain. We discuss domains from many different perspectives, including the legal rights of owners and trademark holders, domain values, and monetization strategies. We show you how to utilize domains to drive traffic to your business so you can gain favorable search engine rankings. We discuss power tools of the trade with the power players of the industry every week right here on Domain Masters. Please welcome your host. The following is an encore segment of Domain Masters. And my first guest, uh, who is the president, uh, Bruce Clay, uh, is president of BruceClay.com. Bruce has operated as an executive with several high technology businesses. Uh, He has many articles and many articles published um, and has been a speaker at over 100 sessions been quoted in the Wall Street Journal, USA Today, PC Week, Wired Magazine, Smart Money. He speaks at SCS, Webmaster World. He's one of the known authorities on search engine optimization and uh, provides a great website with great tools to help folks that, uh, that want to do better at what they do in terms of uh, search engine optimization. Uh, Bruce, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Now, Bruce, uh, you, we were talking uh, about the, the, great, uh, the great idea that people should go and attend your, your SEO course uh, that you hold at your, at your offices. And uh, one of the things that you uh, talk about in your, um, in your course is uh, a technique that you invented called soiling. Can you explain what that is and uh, what impact you've seen in traffic? Well, what we've done is, um, and, and I, I, it's been called a great many things, Muddy, but uh, it's really siloing. The the concept of siloing. Oh, siloing. Is, I'm sorry. Uh, I thought it was soiling, but no, siloing. That's what I mean. Yeah, I know. I mean, I've seen it typed about five different ways in the forum so far. Uh, there's there's a lot of communication about it. What it is is a way of having um, really multiple themes intermixed onto a single website. So what you have is a website, and it talks about. Uh, several topics. It could talk about, um, I don't know, soap. Uh, And you have laundry soap and dish soap and body soap. And theoretically, if you mix all those on one website and you do it correctly, you will be well-ranked for dish soap, all three of them, in fact. If because you do because it you're, using all the, you're using all the valid content and, and words and keywords around all forms of soap, so really you'd do a better job of ranking in one or the other. Right, and what we can actually do is get you to rank in multiple. The best we've done is 48 different uh, themes within one physical domain. The problem is it's very hard to do. The problem has more to do with how do you delineate the theme into basically one pocket, one, one, one part of your website, as opposed to bleeding the themes all together. Uh, the example I commonly use is let's suppose you have a jar of white marbles, and that's your website. Okay, it's white marbles. You can pretty easily convince a search engine you're about white marbles. Now, you mix in an equal number of black marbles, you might still be able to convince the search engine you're about white marbles, maybe. You mix in another 200 colors, white marbles isn't really what you're about anymore. You might be about marbles, but you're not necessarily about white marbles. What we want to be able to do is to have you recognized, architecturally recognized, as being about marbles and 
white marbles and blue marbles and black marbles and green marbles and red marbles and etc. Right, we right. want you to rec- be recognized as a subject matter expert in each of those themes concurrently within the same domain in, in a way that is going to allow you to rank very, very well. And that's what we have to work on. We're working on how do I architecturally get the search engines to see that these are not being all bled together. Right. That, that it's just not a bunch of glass things that are white marbles, and that's siloing. Now that's it. Now that sounds like a um, you know uh, a challenge for things that are related, like the, using the marble example of white versus red versus blue, or you know bar, big marbles, small marbles. What if it's a website like mine where we're offering various um, domain registrar services and aftermarket services, but they're all related, but they're different topics all on the same page. That's kind of some of the things we struggle with. So I'm a I'm an ICANN accredited registrar. I'm also a domain sales and aftermarket um, service company with escrow services. We're also, uh, you know, into some web hosting and some other things. What's the challenge on something like that to try to get you ranked in all those different things when you have all those different messages going on 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 one website? It's the same problem as most uh, stores have. Uh, or um, let's let's take cars. Okay. Um, you want to rank well for Ford F-150, but you have 41 other makes on your website. Right. I mean, they're going to de- detract from individual makes. You may be, you know, at the top for cars, but you may not rank very well for Ford F-150 uh, custom, you know, 4x4. Four four. Or, or another example know, the, might be Ford's, you know, car sales versus their their support uh, their service center versus their parts division. Right. That's kind of more of the example, I guess. Right, and... Using that as an example, I mean, it's it's still how do you structure the content on your site so that when a search engine comes and says, okay, I've got this page, and it goes down into 50 pages of content that only talk about web hosting, doesn't talk about submission, doesn't talk about SEO, it talks about web hosting. That's a web hosting site, right? Right. It's easily seen. All this depth of content is strictly and in, in focused on the concept of web hosting. This other area over here is focused strictly on registration, and those are different. What happens in most cases is every page in your registration area links over to your hosting area, and every page on hosting links over to registration. Right, because you want to try to cross-sell and give other opportunities for them to get one way, one, to one site versus the other, right? And that's or one, 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 one product offering versus the other. So that can actually hurt you in some ways because of that, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. What I did was, as you may know, in March of this year, I put up a brand-new BruceClay.com website. And having been in number three position for search engine optimization and replacing the whole website, uh, for about 72 hours I was holding my breath. Because let's face it, that's a pretty important phrase for me. Now, I'm on your. I'm on your site. You did. You did your site in Flash, right? The top navigation is in Flash. I think Flash can be done correctly on any site. Well, you've Absolutely. obviously proven that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've actually gone from number three to number two in Google for search engine optimization. Um, the thing that was so great about it is I've added a lot of content. Um, so, I mean, if you type in PPC management, I mean, certainly search engine optimization, I'm number two. You type in PPC management. I'm up there. You type in SEO design. I'm first page. I mean, I'm probably first page for 200 terms. And 
the reason I'm, I'm ranking so well in all those terms is I really applied siloing to my site. The only thing I really did was on, on the beginning of March, I put up a new site that was totally siloed. Um, it was W3C compliant, every page. I went through every page, made sure it was compliant, uh, transitional. I made sure that I had additional content. I've increased the content on my website for all these new silos. Uh, the content went up at least fivefold, maybe six, seven. Uh, I keep adding content. Wow, so there's, you had a pretty content-rich site before this, too. Oh, I had a phenomenally content-rich site compared to most. And my content is not uh, sitting there in, you know, forums. I mean, I have a lot of real content on my site. I tell you all sorts of things about analytics and about email and branding and uh pay-per-click and methodologies and do this, do this, do this, and do this, and then you'll win. And all that content I'm giving away. And uh, and as much as I can give away, you've seen nothing until you've taken our course. But I give away all the content. And uh, what I have found is that when I went to my siloed approach, the number of unique visitors, not the number of pages visited, but the number of unique visitors to my site, which means search engines, basically, jumped 40% in 72 hours. And wow. that is a significant jump. The number of people filling out the inquiry form for some of my services from my website more than doubled. Wow. And so uh, what I attribute that to is that the search engine spidered the site, and I started picking up all sorts of uh, long-tail keywords, uh, new keywords, uh, I actually am better ranked for search engine optimization, and it's a very clean site from the standpoint you get into SEO, it's only about SEO. You get into pay-per-click, it's only about pay-per-click. Pay-per-click doesn't link to SEO or vice versa, except just for landing pages. I only link to landing pages. I don't right. link to arbitrary content pages. And And by doing it correctly, I consider myself to have not only not gone down in the rankings, but I've gone up. Well, the one thing you can stand behind, Bruce, is uh, that a lot of SEOs can't, and I'm not criticizing, you know, uh, you know, a lot of SEO companies. There's a lot of great firms out there, but you can actually say, the proof is in the pudding, and look at my own results. And that's hard for some other firms to state because they're not ranked in the top three or four, but they claim to be the best at SEO. And some of the first things you ask is, well, if you're the best, how come you're not ranked in the top page? You know, the top, the first page in your own field. Well, I even had the opposite. I was well-ranked, top three, top four, top two, you know, it fluctuates. I was well-ranked for search engine optimization, and my competition started saying to, you know, mutual prospects, yeah, but he got ranked by mistake, and he hasn't changed his site in, you know, three, four years. So I had to replace my whole site almost in self-defense. And when I did, the rankings went up. Right. Because I, now, I, that's, a big, um, that's a big myth about what happens when one changes their website from, uh, from one version to the next. Uh, I've heard um, all kinds of rumors and all kinds of scaring, scare tactics that, you know, you're going to get unranked by Google, your page rank's going to be lost, all these things are going to happen. I mean, obviously, you did a hell of a lot of research and had some forethought in terms of what you needed to do, especially not only changing the whole website layout that you had from previously, but even going to a flash navigation panel and, you know, testing the waters in areas that people used to say was a big no-no for SEO. Well, what did, how did you how did you get through all that and then remain, I mean, did you ever see a dip down in, in rank before you went back up? 
No. Or, or was it, is that a big myth, or how does it work with Google and Yahoo and those guys? I think that where you're changing your content significantly, there's an opportunity to make mistakes. Uh, you may have a page that's very well optimized for some keywords, and you don't even know this page ranks for those keywords necessarily. They're long-tail keywords. And when you rewrite it, you take out words, or you use different words, or you rephrase things. And what happens is websites usually shoot themselves in a the foot because they don't pay attention to not changing things that aren't broken. They just go through and change everything. And they rename the pages, and they don't pay attention to forwarding the old URLs to the new ones, and they get 404 errors, or uh, they have typographical errors in their content. or They just change so many things at one time without planning that you know they take a hit, and then they have to fight their way back up. Uh, in our particular case, as you pointed out, I mean, we put in a lot of thought before we went live with the new site. And I made sure that everything was the way it was supposed to be. And when that site went live, I had no dip at all anywhere. Not a thing went down. Everything either stayed the same or went up. And I consider that to be, you know, the way it should be, not an anomaly. Uh, certainly in a phrase as competitive as search engine optimization, if I would have done it wrong, I wouldn't be on the first page. It would have, it would have cost me. Right. And right. so I had no choice but to pay attention to every little detail. You know, you'll periodically see these things that say all you need is content or all you need is links or, you know, keyword density doesn't count. And, you know, all these things that you read in the forums about, you know, you don't need to pay attention to the little stuff, just write good stuff. Well, they're right. But if you write good stuff and pay attention to the little things, that's that the much, difference that between better. being number twenty and number one. Right. It, it can make a material impact on on what your, what your results are then. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, think about the following: a hundred million results. Okay, there's a hundred million results for a query. That's a lot. You've got to think out of a hundred million. One out of a million is tied for number one with the rest. So there's a hundred of them tied for number one out of a hundred million. That's only one out of a million tied for number one. So what makes the difference between you being number one and you being number one hundred? And it's the little things. Right. You so. pay attention to the little things. People constantly come to us and they have uh, you do a query and their phrase is you know fifty million results, and and they're complaining because they're on page three. Well, of course you're on page three because you haven't paid attention to the little things, at which time they always say, well, tell me about the little things. Well, you know, those are, those are efforts. The 80-20 rule, you get 80% of your results with 20% of the effort. The remaining 20% of the results take the remaining 80% of the effort. Right. And that 80% of the effort is paying attention to the little things. Right. If so you're the old totally phrase, uh, don't sweat the small stuff, in this particular case, if you really want to compete in a very competitive space such as search engine optimization or, you know, or in the case of my case, domain registration or other things, right. you, you do got to sweat the small stuff then. You have to sweat the small stuff. And that's where siloing plays. That's where all of the different things that might be the hundreds of variables in the algorithm, all of them play. You have to pay attention to those things. Um, and... If you're only going to pay attention to a few of them, don't expect to be number one. Right. Or if you are number one, it's a fluke. You you know, 
It won't What's last. What's the thing? Even a blind squirrel can find a nut sometimes. You know, <laughs> I mean, sometimes pages get ranked, and it's just, you know, a fluke. But don't expect it to hold over time. And, and if you change the page at all, expect to have a radical shift. So, I mean, it's kind of hard. We're working diligently, not because we are, you know, the keepers of the secret recipe over at Google. I mean, nobody has that except the Google. I'm not even sure one guy at Google has that. But whatever the, whatever it is, we play fair, we play in bounds, and we pay attention to the little things. Right. And if you do that enough, you're going to beat the guys that don't. That's it. Okay, so hang on. We're going to take a commercial break and be right back on with Bruce Clay. Domain Masters will be back after this short break. Stay tuned. Before you painstakingly create another label or drag yourself to the post office, set a course to ShipStation, your key to e-commerce shipping nirvana. Save time by easily importing orders from wherever you sell, like Amazon, eBay, and over 40 others. Save money with discounted USPS rates and a free USPS account. Automate manual tasks through bulk label and invoice printing, custom shipping rules, and much more. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get an additional 30 days free after the free 30 InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Penguin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at internetmarketingninjas.com. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PVC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check we're back with more Domain Masters, where we teach you to be the master of your domain. Master of your domain. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. The following is an encore segment of Domain Masters. Hello, welcome back to Domain Masters, uh, and welcome back uh, to my guest, uh, Bruce Clay from BruceClay.com. Hey, um, just, just real quick before we move on to the IT funnel a little bit and some of the domain stuff, um, um, Obviously, we, we, we talk a lot about Google, and of course, there's Yahoo, and then now there's Microsoft stepping into the space, and uh, at the last um, SES, we heard about Ask. How is Microsoft and Ask going to 
is it going to change the way that that you guys do things as an SEO firm? I mean, is it important to be ranked on those sites as much as it is on Google and Yahoo? Um, how how are you weighting the importance of all the different engines now? That now that there's four, um, you know, maybe soon to be more. Um, and you know the time you spend. I mean, Google is the big powerhouse and the one everybody thinks the, is the most important. But really, some of these others are, are, are important as well, right? Yes, they are important. And and in my view, uh, you cannot uh, disregard Ask. Ask is is making a lot of headway, and they have some really cool features. And I like Ask. Um, they Ask doesn't, by the way, like SEOs at all. But uh, Ask is a, a going to be an issue. Um, MSN obviously is an issue. They have the patience. I mean, look what happened with Internet Explorer versus Netscape. They were just more patient than anybody in the world, and they just slowly overcame that, and now they're 90-some percent market share. I think that uh, MSN is assuming, or Microsoft is assuming that MSN is going to do the same thing for search. They are certainly trying to have a serious impact in the pay-per-click space, I think that's where the money is. I think once they solve the money problem, they're going to put more money elsewhere. Mm -hmm. Uh, And MSN will be a a player. I think uh, if anybody out there is at risk right now, I think Google and both Google and Yahoo are paying a lot of attention to MSN. The risk is MSN uh, suddenly becoming popular. They have the money. They have the, the name. They have the staying power. They... They have programming coming out of their ears. They can do whatever they want. I think everybody's paying attention to them. Mm-hmm. Do I think that Google's ever going to go away? No. Do I think Yahoo is going to go away? Uh, Yahoo is probably more at risk than MSN going away. And Ask is just trying to be the next Google. I think that they're coming up with uh, features that people are going to like and and they're going to tell two friends, and they're going to tell two friends, and before you know it, coming out of nowhere is going to be asked. Right, right. So, so really, uh, the prediction is there's going to be four major players here, and um, some might be shrinking their market share. You know, uh, Yahoo's already really tr- kind of repositioning themselves anyway as a more of a more of a you know an online entertainment vehicle uh, kind of. The way that they're right. lining themselves with some of the entertainment companies and uh, radio and TV and stuff, and um, maybe isn't the best place to go in the future for search anyway. We don't really know in. that. Uh, I think video is going to be a big player. I think there's going to be a lot of advertising in that space, so maybe yep. they they want to do that. Maybe I think we have to pay attention to the fact that Time Warner is still a player. Uh, they own AOL and Netscape, right? Demos, and and so they're still able to be a player. And one of the dark horse guys out there that nobody ever really pays much attention to is this little company called IBM, which probably has more technology than all the rest put together. Uh, just it happened to be tied up in 10-year, uh, you know, they saw the government. <laughs> you know, they have contracts with people for search, and they never bothered to develop uh, an open search-type engine like a Google or Yahoo or MSN is. Uh, but, you know, if all of, all of a sudden IBM were to wake up and say, you know, we've got all these patents, all this technology, why don't we really release our own product? I, th- I think that they could be a big player overnight. They've got oh, more yeah, money they can, than they all the rest. They could put their foot down and all of a sudden be, be a, a force to be recognized just because of their name. Yeah, and, and I, don't think, uh, I, I don't think that uh, anybody here has paid attention to the fact that the other shoe may not have fallen at all. There's, there's big technology companies out there that can play. Yeah, yeah, definitely. 
Well, let's talk a little bit before we wind up the show, um, um, the IP funnel and domain mapping. Uh, we've touched briefly on, on some of those uh, topics at the uh, Webmaster World Conference when I had you on the show back then, but what's evolved in the techniques of the IP funnel? And um, I know you discussed some things on your site, but what's really going on with how do- domains are mapped and some of the domain strategies regarding uh, SEO? Well, one of the things that we have found over time is that the search engines are really spending more time filtering results. Uh, I think we've all done a query, for instance, in Google, and at the bottom of the page in blue letters it says uh, certain results have been omitted. Click here to see them all. Where you click and all of a sudden you now have many more pages of results. That's referred to as filtering. And um, you actually find that some of the pages that they have suppressed were suppressed because they were perceived to be duplicate content with the pages they rendered. That's a big issue. So when you study the IP area and you look at how does content get um, actually spidered, sometimes what we found is that if you're doing uh, a mapping through DNS, as an example, where you go to any of these domains, you end up on the same physical site. What we were finding is that those physical pages were being indexed under those other domain names. So if I have five pages, I have uh, domain.com and domain.net and domain.org, and I map them through DNS all to the same physical site, the home page for domain.com was being duplicate content for domain.net and duplicate content for domain.org because all of these sites pointed to the same physical site. So when you spider them, they all showed up. That in, in, a, that in and of itself uh, would result in a general dilution of your content being yours. And part because, of being because there was three or, four expert, other, three or four other domains that shared the same content, even though it was you redirecting that to your own site. Yes. We had one site that had 38 of them. And what we found is, based upon which one was spidered the last, a site to be spidered, the home page would actually be attributed and other subpages would be attributed randomly to one of those 38 domains. Whichever one was last would be picked up. Instead and it has of the main to do site. with authority. Instead of the main site. Correct. Huh. It has to do with authority. Uh, and many times we've seen sites that publish articles and also syndicate it where they publish the article, they put it up on their own site, they put it in the syndication, and the Wall Street Journal will pick up that ad, uh, that article. And for that very same article that this site wrote, they don't show up, but the Wall Street Journal will because they're a bigger authority. I see. In that case, that's where authority plays. So if you own a bunch of domains of your own, the last thing you want to do is compete with yourself at an authority level. You want your content to be unique to one domain. So what I did, uh, it was a while back, we invented something called the IP funnel. It's actually described uh, on our site in our server technical tips area. You can find it in the footer of BruceClay.com. There's a link right to server technical tips. The IP funnel really is a way of taking all of your parked domains and uh, using a 301 through one of them you can really funnel all of them over to your production domain, eliminating all of this duplicate content problem. It just goes away. 
um, came out with it a couple years back. The thing that is unique about it is it also, by definition, removes the issue of, of authority. You cannot get confused as to which side is the authority because the 301, um, not a 301's worked the way they're supposed to. Remember we had the 301, 302 all got confused here a year ago. Right. Uh, the 301 actually allows the authority to be specified for the, the dominant site. And that's a major uh, increase in ranking because it's unique content. It's one site. It's yours. Nobody else is replicating it. They're all 301ing to it. And you end up being basically much more credible as a result. And credibility is a big part of being, am I a subject matter expert or not? And that's one of the things the IP funnel fixes. It removes the filtering. It removes the uh, problems with duplicate content from multiple domains that are parked or, or DNS forwarded to the same physical disk space. Solves that problem entirely. It's a great solution for that. Oh, great! The thing that the thing that seems to be the case, though, is when we have people come to us, prospects that come to us and ask us about why am I not ranked? I'd say probably seventy-five, eighty percent of all of the clients that come to us are doing this kind of DNS mapping or um, just having them map to the same physical space or they're doing 302s from other sites, which is equally as bad, they, they really end up hijacking their own rankings, not because they meant to, but because they didn't know any better. The IP funnel is a great solution on anybody that owns multiple domains where you want, you type in domain A, you want them to land on domain B, that's what the IP funnel is for. That's great. Well, that's some great feedback. And where, um, where, uh, where on your website is this located? Because I want to put it up in the in the chat room. If you go to my homepage, in the footer of our site on bruceclay.com, there's a link called Server Technical Tips. It goes to bruceclay.com slash SEO Tech Tips slash techtips.htm. You can't miss it. Um, it's uh, a Unix server, so it is uh, capital lowercase specific. Um, okay, most people link it. to it. it. It's pretty well defined. And one of the first entries on that page talks about uh, the IP funnel. We also talk about 404 pages and uh, how to do, how to recover from all sorts of stuff. There's lots of uh, information on that page, uh, but they're technical tips. And this is the kind of stuff that we kind of give away here. And uh, it's part cool. of the site. Well, Bruce, it's been great having you on, and uh, and a lot of the things that you uh, went over tonight are going to be really valuable to those that are listening and podcasting um, uh, podcasting the show. Now, um, you guys uh, are advertising Webmaster Radio as well, and uh, are you uh, participating in any of the uh, um, the radio shows here? Am I advertising on any of them? No, no. Are you participating in any of the radio shows? Not yet. Uh, I'm thinking about actually coming up with one. Uh, I've been talking to Darren about it for a while. Uh, just. You know, my schedule is, is unbelievable. Uh, yeah, I know. I know how it is. <laughs> Definitely know how it is on the on the schedule side. It so, would be wonderful if I felt like I was in control of my own schedule sometimes. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll put you on any time you want so we can talk about everything you want to talk about to help uh, domainers and webmasters and SEOs on. And that way, uh, that way it's all on domain masters. 
That's it, and that's not a problem. And and quite frankly, I you know I'm here. I I believe in helping everybody. I mean, I would not be in the position I'm in if people didn't uh, really benefit from what I do and what the industry does. I mean, I owe a lot to everybody else, all my colleagues and and customers. And you know, I'm here to to, to contribute back to the industry. So yeah, uh, anytime I can talk and and help and give away free information, I'm I'm all over it. Yeah, definitely, and, and uh, everybody does appreciate that. And I was, I'm really glad I had you on because uh, it's clear why you, uh, why you were the inventor of uh, of uh, the use of uh, SEO as the term. Because uh, you're like one of the grandfathers of, uh, not not to say that you're you're as old as a grandfather, but you're definitely were one of the first ones, if not the first one, to actually start doing this stuff. So it's it's always a pleasure and a privilege to have an expert on that can really decipher what 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 people can really do to make an impact and your um um you know your analogy to the 80 20 rule and then and then really going after the small stuff that gets you into the key positions and the advantages is is really um you know really makes sense because you know there's so many firms out there that do all the stuff that everybody else does but a few companies just differentiate themselves as experts in being able to really um you know provide an impact and a solution that one can see um, from the results. And, of course, once you do all the SEO work, the next key thing or the next important thing is to convert the customer once they get to your site. That's a whole other subject and topic that, uh, you know, we want to help customers with as well. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. So, Bruce, uh, I guess we'll see you at SES. Are you going to head down? Are you going to be at SES Miami at all? I'm not going to be in Miami. Uh, As you know, I'm going to uh, do training in Cape Town. Then I'm doing my own training course. Then I'm uh, speaking at AdTech Chicago. Then I'm back for a week, and then I do SES. Then I do training in New York for a client. Then I do my own training class, and then I think I'm going to be doing training in San Francisco. That takes the end of August, and it's very uncommon not to have any time in that many weeks. But Right, so uh, uh, that's, I guess we'll see you at SES. And uh, just in case you didn't know, uh, Danny finally... Uh, put on the schedule a domain forum uh, for uh, domain names, and so uh, domain names are now a topic at SES, and there's going to be a whole session and panel about it, so uh, we're cool. going to be speaking on the panel there, and um, um, so it's uh, coming to the forefront at the SES. It was on Med, Med, at Webmaster World, as you know, on, as a forum item, right? Um, and as a panel topic now for, the, for going on two years, so... I think we'll see it on SES uh, on the SES platform and for, and uh, and panels from now on as well. Sounds great. All right, Bruce. Well, thanks a lot for your time, uh, and really uh, wish you the best of luck and uh, safe travels. Thanks. You too. Okay. Take care. See you. Bye bye. Uh, see you in San Jose. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, again, my uh, special thanks to Bruce Clay. I think a lot of the points pointed out tonight were really invaluable. So uh, those of you that are going to be podcasting this are going to get a lot out of this uh, out of this radio show. That's for sure. And uh, we went, uh, what, an hour and uh, 18 minutes or something, hour and 10 minutes, um, all full of really good content, good things that can help you out, good tips and pointers. And uh, my thanks to the folks at Webmaster Radio for hanging on uh, an extra 18 minutes for us. And uh, uh, glad we had a great show. Uh, next week, uh, we'll be doing recaps of both SES Miami and, uh, and AdTech and have some uh, folks on from uh, probably one or both of those places, um, uh, some of the companies that really make a difference and impact the way that people are going to be successful on the web. And so stay tuned for next week uh, on Wednesday, and we'll have another live show of Domain Masters. So join me then, and uh, be the master of your domain. Take care.
This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.webmasterradio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.